Welcome to the Agency Navigators Podcast. I'm Ro. I'm Don. We're leadership experts, writers of the book, Changing Your Equation, and partners at RD Advisory Group. Insurance may be your expertise, but leading insurance agencies is ours. Now let's talk about navigating your agency forward. Welcome to the Agency Navigators Podcast. Thank you for joining us. I'm Ro. I'm Don. We're partners at RD Advisory Group. In the Agency CFO Program. So we've, we always seem to come back to growth. Of course. <laughs> what insurance agency doesn't want to have growth? They're not Everybody gonna... wants to grow. No one says, no, 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 I don't want to write more policies. Unfortunately, it's easier said than done. Absolutely. And we came upon this epiphany, I would say it was midway through last year, late last year, in talking to our clients. And if we look at Reagan's best practices, breakdowns of agency size, we're going to say our small insurance agencies are up to 2.5 million in revenue. And we have a few clients in definitely in that category range. And it's all growth is a huge focus. Yes. And yet we found that there was some stumbling blocks in that. It's one thing to say, oh, I want to grow 10%. But we were finding that's really not achievable. In some cases, the question that we've asked our agencies is uh, using your current structure and, and sales methodology, does your agency scale? Not only does it scale, how far does it scale? Mm -hmm. And the answers we get are very, really different. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And whether they don't have budgeting or producer comp plans or even producer plans or... There's something in common uh, for these agencies and with a lot of owners, they think that how they've grown so far to date Mm -hmm. is how they're going to continue to grow in the future. Or in other words, what got me here will get me to where I want to go. And oftentimes that's simply not true. And that's where we coined the phrase and really came up with our epiphany is we need the smaller agencies who want that high levels of growth. They need to adopt what we're calling a mid-agency mindset. Yes. A larger agency, say an agency of $5 million, generally does not look like a $2.5 million agency with double the policies. They just don't look like that. They're different. They're very different. So in, for today's discussion, we're going to say, based on Reagan's best practices, if the million, the mid-sized agencies are $2.5 million to about $10 million in revenue. And so those are the two middle categories. It's And that's what we want to focus on. So if you're under 2.5 million and want to grow, or even if you're in that mid-size agency mindset and want to grow to the large size, 10 million plus, it's about shifting mindset. It certainly is. So that's the focus of today's podcast. And I'm going to start with a quick story from when I taught college. I taught a business organization management class and um, entrepreneurship classes. And one of my students always reminds me that at the time I told everyone, if you get into business and you want to grow and you want to achieve, surround yourself with the A players. Be like them. 
And that's where we're going with this mid-agency mindset. If you want to grow to 2.5 to 10 million or 10 million plus, surround yourself with those agencies. Learn from them. Yes, those who have already experienced it, know what it's like to be there. Absolutely. So let's break down what might be different. Because if you look at Reagan's practices, the payroll, the comp, the expenses, it's all pretty similar in terms of percentages. Amazingly, uh, financial accounting at all size agencies is, is unbelievably similar. The expense structure changes very little as you grow. So it's not that your expense structure changes. Surprisingly, it's how the revenue is derived. That is the big difference between smaller, mid, and large agencies is the makeup of the revenue stream. Mm -hmm. So let's do a generalization of our small agencies. Mm -hmm. We find that a lot of them are heavy personal lines. Yes. Some dabbling in commercial lines. Mm -hmm. Most have very little in, in, um, benefits or employee benefits. Correct. And they'll have some small life insurance here and yes. there, some bonds here and That's there. That's the typical. That's the typical under two point five mm-hmm. million. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about our mid agency clients, mid size mm-hmm. agencies. Well, their their dominant revenue stream or a line of business is likely to either be commercial lines or, in lesser cases, employee benefits. Personal lines then becomes a fairly small portion of the overall revenue stream. So their lines of business look different from the smaller agencies. Mm -hmm. And that makes sense because personal lines, you have to sell a lot more small policies to get the same numbers as one good commercial or one good benefits. (laughs) Somewhere along the way, they make that realization and say, yeah, I'd rather sell one really good size commercial lines policy versus 50 smaller personalized policies. And that is almost universal when we look at these larger agencies. The larger the agency becomes, the more and uh, they focus on larger and larger policies and ultimately larger clients. It's almost universal. Not that they get rid of the they don't they don't do away with personal lines entirely. They no. certainly have that book of business, mm-hmm. but they, their annual revenue is just not so dependent on it. Correct. It becomes a really smaller percentage of the business and the uh, high growth areas become the larger accounts generally in commercial lines and or employee benefits. And that kind of leads to the next step. So now we've identified that anyone over 2.5 million in that mid-agency, large agency, they have a more rounded book of business, especially with commercial benefits. That's going to lead to the next natural progression is then they can attract the big producers. Yes. Yes. That's very important. The difference between a smaller agency and larger agencies is not always the number of producers. It's generally the size of their books of business. Mm -hmm. Uh, When you write larger accounts, naturally uh, they work more efficiently and the producers are, are able to generate a larger book of business. And I will certainly tell you from our uh, latest analysis, larger books of business turn out to be more profitable than smaller books of business. And that's an, an economic advantage. Mm-hmm. And they can also attract talent more because their name is out there. They've got the commercial customers and 
they're working with businesses, they attract more producers because they're known in the community to, to have those bigger, bigger opportunities. Yes. Uh, there's a, there's a, an economy uh, or economy of scale and it does a couple things. One is they're able to raise their revenue per employee. And when you raise your revenue per employee, you can raise compensation per employee and therefore they can pay for top talent. They can pay more dollars to get more uh, seasoned and, and higher level talent. Mm -hmm. All right. So now we know they're, they're going after some different customer types, client types. They're attracting different producer talent. That also opens them up to other opportunities, whether it's mergers, acquisitions, anything like that. New, we, we've seen clients have new product offerings and new branches of the business. They have more resources. Yeah. And, and a great example is when you see these larger agencies, they oftentimes have become more specialized or have more niche focus. Mm -hmm. And that's because they have the resources where they're not, they don't have to write any, every general policy. They have the resources and the manpower where they can specialize in a specific area. And that opens up new opportunities. Mm -hmm. All right. Now I'm going to flip it because we haven't talked about the human side mm -hmm. of this yet. Mm -hmm. And there's a big difference. I would say the mid to large size agencies in an organizational development mindset have uh, stronger organizational charts with succession plans, chain of commands, the whole HR side of it with job descriptions and evaluations and titles and everything is laid out. If you think about in a smaller agency, you, you often you have a person who's expected to do a, wear a lot of hats. Yeah, you, you just pitch in. You just pitch Every, in. Everybody's selling, everybody's servicing, everybody's admin, everybody's doing everything. And that changes significantly as the agency grows up. Now everybody becomes much more specialized. Mm -hmm. And just as on your side, what we do is you try to push the our clients to have the budgets, all the planning. I push them to have the organizational chart and to think about the future. Who's the next great hire? Who, when are people retiring and who will take their place? Because that's what's going on in bigger agencies. There's always someone to fill a spot. They attract the great talent. They're, they don't miss many beats. Right. So I think the message ultimately is if you want to get to the next level, you need to learn and then emulate what they're actually doing. Absolutely. So we were talking about it and this is just, it was a, it was a good analogy for it. The small agencies, and we certainly need them in the world, they're the little boat in the marina, in the small bay. They're, they're, they're kind of trucking around, doing a great job. When you look at the mid-agencies, they're that next step out, and they can go further out to sea for the big fish. And then you got the large agencies. They're, they're the huge fishing vessels out on the open ocean. They're going after that, that, the big catch. And we want to just keep pushing our boundaries further out to sea to get the bigger and bigger catches. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I think um, our, one of our biggest pieces of advice is, again, to emulate those, mm -hmm. is to look forward and, and realize that what's working for you today at this size is not going to likely work for you at the next level. So learn 
uh, uh, surround yourselves with, and learn from those larger agencies and they'll help you get there. Mm -hmm. Leverage that. That's actually one thing we've always said about the insurance industry. Yes. The quote unquote friendly competition, how people help each other. Mm -hmm. Agency owners will help each other. So mastermind groups and I was just going there. I was just going there. If you're <laughs> if you're joining a mastermind group and there's lots of them now, oh, yeah. think about the membership. Are they the size? Are you going to be the biggest near the uh, largest in that group, or are you going to be near the smallest? You probably want to be close to the smallest to learn from the larger. I'm thinking if you're if you're the biggest in the group, you're just going to be giving all your knowledge away, and there's not going to be too many golden nuggets that you're going to take. Exactly. So think about when you're joining an association or mastermind group or anything that you're of that. No, who are, who's the membership, or, or and do they represent what you want to become? And if they look a lot like your agency, maybe they're too similar. They're, maybe they're too similar. Uh, certainly great to have friends and network and exchange ideas. But if you really want the growth, if you really want to push forward, get that mid-agency mindset. So from a financial point, I want to give you one great resource. I want to point you to a great resource that most don't spend enough time with. And that is the Reagan Consulting slash Big Eye Best Practices Study. And you can get this as a free resource right off the Big Eye website or the Reagan Best Practices website. And I want to point you to a couple pages that really detail there. It's a, um, a, a cross-section by size of revenue streams. And study that, and you can see how it changes as agencies grow, how their revenue streams grow. It's one, been one of the best learning tools you'll ever see is how does it look? What, what does an agency look like at the next level? It'll tell you. And then put yourself there. And what, and how what would, you would your agency look like at the next how, level? How would it be different? What would we have to do differently? Mm -hmm. And that both financially, organizationally, the whole, the whole picture. And we talk about this when we talk about our book and well, the leadership side of our business the envisioning your ideal future and don't you also tell a story of dressing up for the person or the career that you want to yeah, be down the road absolutely it's really the same thing yeah dress up your agency for the agency size that you want rather than the one that you are the one that you are always look ahead push forward then the growth will follow through by setting that vision of oh if i double in size i'm going to need this many employees this many producers i'm going to need revenue in these categories, then it'll manifest itself. All right. So hopefully this will help all of you move forward, whether you're a small agency going to mid or a mid agency going to large, just envision what that's going to look like and then start following those steps to and get there. Think about who you want to learn from and can associate yourself with. Absolutely. As always, please follow us on your favorite podcast platform, as well as on social media. We're on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube. We have all ways of reaching us. Ro P at RD Advisory Group. Don P at RD Advisory Group. We'd love to hear from you. Love to talk about this or any other topic more. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Be financially well. All right. Take care, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye.